Hey, Warriors, I want to let you know about an exciting way you can help us share Christ and help protect children from perverse ideologies in Italy. Yes, I said Italy. By God's grace, our latest documentary film, The Mind Polluters, continues reaching people all over the world and is having a tremendous impact in educating and motivating communities to take action in protecting the innocence of children. An Italian dub of the film is needed to break through the language barrier to help our brothers and sisters in Christ make a significant impact in their communities. Learn more about this need and share your support at fearlessfeatures.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber. I'm Amber Archer, half of the Fearless team, and joining me is the other half, my husband and button pusher extraordinaire, Mark Archer. I am dangerous. We're a husband and wife filmmaking team on a mission to educate, motivate, and inspire others to stand firm in the Lord and their communities. We tackle the heavy issues of the day from a biblical perspective. You can learn more about us and the movies we're making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. And today, we're going to wind down this series we've had going on, The Pagan Gods of This Age. You're everyone's problem. Oh my goodness. So why don't you tell everybody where we're going today? What are we doing? I have no idea. What are we doing today? Oh Oh my gosh. Talking more about The Pagan Gods of This Age. Yeah, we have some fun stuff. We have some some loose ends we have to wrap up. Right, as we wrap up the series yeah. and move on to the next. <laughs> and of course, there's been some uh, very recent news. Of course, of you've course. seen if you, unless you're living under a rock. Hey, but listen, when you get to this news, I will be the first to admit I have not watched any of it. Okay. So this is all going to be new that's, to me. That's that's my job here. So- you're everyone's problem, <laughs> and I have to watch these things and, and understand. The Looney Tunes, yes. I mean, if you haven't seen any of the coverage of the Grammy Awards, uh-huh. this was flat out uh, satanic worship. I've ceremony. seen pictures, but I've been really busy and haven't been able to really pay attention. Like, because yeah. we see it all the time, so I just breeze over it. Like, yeah. whatever. So we've What's got, new? we've Nothing got new under some the of that to talk about. But before that, uh-huh. a few weeks ago, I referenced when we were talking about Gaia, uh-huh. and we referenced a song. And Gaia is Mother Nature, Mother the nature. God, Mother Nature. Mother Nature. Mother Earth. Okay, so if you are a fan of the Glenn Beck program, uh-huh. he played this it was a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a, it's, this is a clip from a Seattle... Uh, city Council meeting. City Council meeting, right? Yeah. And uh, this, <laughs> this woman comes out. I'm just going to let it... I'm just going to play it. This woman... Uh, she is protesting. There's some ordinance that they're trying to pass for building new apartments or something. Yeah. Like that. And she is upset. Well, and, about and, a few things. and what's so funny is uh, after you hear it, we're sorry if it sticks in your mind because even our children <laughs> yeah. walk around and seeing this. Right. Okay, here we go. Unwelcome sight in the neighborhood. A developer is being greedy. There's a hole in the sky where a tree once stood. This is going to stick in your mind here. Such a lack of life and sound. All that's left is bare, muddy ground. A magnificent tree was murdered. The mighty dollar cut it down. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. Stand up. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. And there's a lady Laws there. Laws protect exceptional trees. But 
capacity grants exemptions to these. Instead, they reward the developer's greed and sanction the murderer's deeds. There's a hole in the sky where the tree was flies. Somebody's making money. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. No more shimmering with golden light. No more gentle shedding of rain. She spent some time on that. Tulip blossoms rustling in the wind. And she's got everybody standing up. Well, there's a lady dressed like a tree. We'll leave a link for you guys. The whole place is singing. Somebody's making money. Well, they've all got their song sheets. In the sky, instead oh, of a spreading canopy, there's a hole in the sky. The, hands, in the, sky. The, the arm motions, too. Instead of a 90 year old tree, there's a hole in the sky. In the sky, that tree did not belong to you or me. There's a hole <laughs> in the sky where the tree should be. Snarls like a pirate. Pass the tree ordinance now. Pass the tree ordinance now. You're everyone's problem. So I have. She reminds me of someone, and this is going to be funnier if you could see it. So I'll leave the clip, but I'm going to let this play and see if you if you know what this is from. I have no idea. She looks just like this person. Hell's heart. I stab You don't recognize this movie? No. For hate's sake, I spit my I'm thinking Mad Max, but I have no idea. It's Ricardo Montalban. It's the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, no, I would never even have got that, ever. I've never seen this movie. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> no. There's Spock, and he's saving the day. Oh, sure, my gosh. The mains are back online. The mains are back online, sir. Go, go. Go salute! I told you that's my husband, the button pusher. It's not about. <clears throat> it's not necessarily about Star Trek. It's Khan. She looks like Khan from the Wrath of Khan. She's got the I crazy gotcha. hair, the crazy white hair, the crazy eye. I I, I kind of see where those connected for you. I, just, I get it. I, I, I guess you got to for just the be listeners. True, you're you're gonna have to go and click on the links you in be the a show true notes. Sci-fi geek. You guys are retarded. To really get this. Uh-huh. Um. Okay, off to news today. Okay, I have I, and this is just one that I found that I uh, uh, had a, f- a couple weeks ago. This is from WorldNet Daily. Man seeks assisted suicide over gender transition regret. That's so sad. How many people actually feel that way? They're so. I mean, it. It's so undocumented. Mm-hmm. Uh, self-described Canadian biological male and post-op transsexual is requesting. Medical aid in dying. This is so. This is a bill that was passed in Canada called MAID, M A I D, Medical Aid in Dying. Um, do you remember Dr. Kevorkian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Death. So, this is now standard procedure in Canada. Um, after get regretting the decision for gender transition, okay. Um, known on Twitter as Duchess Lois. He wrote that he was seeking MAID, M-A-I-D, because his gender transition is not reversible. Right. Huh. That's interesting because that's not what they tell the kids. 
When they're selling them on this idea. No, and it was really interesting. And I'll leave a link to this, too, because it was a great article in um, the Free Press. There was a um, a queer woman who worked at these gender clinics for kids. And she has just gone off and she's blown the whistle on what she has seen and how it's impacting so dramatically negatively to these kids. One of the doctors that she worked alongside at the transgender center frequently said about the treatments to these kids, we are building the plane while we're flying it. Right. Right. I mean, it strikes me with, fills me with confidence. Doesn't it though? I mean, this, this is, I mean, you have, they have no idea what they're doing and the long-term effects of mm-hmm. what's happening to these kids. And, and, you think people are mentally unstable now? Yeah. They're forever damaged. Yeah. So this guy, uh, he said, quote, if I could turn back time and do my transition all over again with the knowledge that I have today, would I? That would be something. I wouldn't have allowed the system to rush me into a surgery that I wasn't yet ready for, one that resulted in my sterilization. That's what this whistleblower was talking about, yeah. too. This woman who has worked with... and advocate for the trans community because she thought she was doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. she looked and said, this is, this is wrong. Well, and, and, you know, just backing up from a common sense point of view, if you're dealing with, with potential patients who don't understand that, listen, if you're a guy and you go and have body parts removed, that's sterilization, gentlemen. That's how it works. Yeah, there was actually um, Daily Caller just has released their new documentary. You can go and watch it at the dailycaller.com uh, and it's a it's a buck to watch to subscribe. Mm-hmm. But it's called I think it's called Damaged and it's three transgender stories and one of the guys who started taking the estrogen Mm-hmm. The opposite sex hormones and he was talking about he's he's now an adult because mm-hmm. he started this when he was younger. But just how um, it's going to be a little graphic. If you have kids, you might want to turn it off. Um, but he's just talking about how it, it's painful for him to urinate, to go to the bathroom, because his genitals are so um, small, mm-hmm. not formed, not developed. Yeah. And so now you have all it, it's damaging all of your parts. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. This guy. um so you know one of the one of the people that we interviewed for the film we're working on now, Dysphoria, is Monika Klein, mm-hmm. and in her interview, now this I don't know if this will make it into the film, but she talked to us extensively, and and we'll probably use this audio on the podcast at some point. Talked to us extensively about the the years that she spent working with the transsexual community mm-hmm. and how much. Um, maintenance they have to do yeah because in the case of a man trying to pretend he's a woman and they get a surgery called a vaginoplasty Mm -hmm. which is where you remove one organ and you try to artificially make another one Mm -hmm. and your body keeps trying to heal itself Mm -hmm. and so they have to continually okay as this guy in canada said the last couple of years were very intense medically for me. When I experienced depth loss in June 2021, I had to add a second dilation to my weekly routine to help myself. 
The doctor wasn't concerned. As she put it, we as females experience vaginal atrophy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it just kept getting worse. And now, and then talks about how the then the doctors were increasingly removed from this. They they moved this person to phone consultations. Um, oh yeah, so, sorry. Anyway, you we gave no you, we gave you we gave you what you wanted. Yeah, and move on. Yeah, you know we're done with you. We're done with you. I mean, just totally disregarded. And so, as we've talked about many times, what we're going to see, and this is, as people in the church, we have to pre- be preparing ourselves and our church leaders yes. for dealing with mm-hmm. the most violent generation that the world will have ever seen, because uh, because they're they're godless and because of things like this, where they have been lied to. It's one thing to be lied to. It's another thing to be lied to and permanently damaged, mm-hmm. right? The anger and bitterness that right. will reside. Right. And so it's not just going to be anger and depression. It's going to be rage. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to see it uh, manifested in these... Uh, you know, these student riots, groups like BLM and Antifa. The reason why they latch on to these, the LGBTQ movement is because there's some real rage monsters in there. Mm-hmm. And it is not going to get better. So, anyway. Well, and what you are just talking about, equipping the church to understand how to deal with these people. Yes, yes, they're going to be violent, but I think if once they get to the church, they're looking for hope. They're looking right. for answers. And please, please well, yeah, and they're looking- show the grace, compassion, right. and empathy to lead them to Jesus. Yeah. They're looking for hope. There's these are people who are they are they are permanently scarred. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, this is going to be a whole new ball game for a lot of these churches Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, permanently scarred. I mean, you can just imagine the host of issues that are going to be there that have to be dealt with, but that's why it's so fundamentally important that the church be biblically grounded, preach the gospel, tell them the truth Mm -hmm. and be that anchor of reality for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, non-reality or what's becoming reality, so let's now go back to talking about what happened at the Grammy Awards. Right. Oh, yeah. I've seen pictures. I haven't seen any audio or okay, video. Okay, so let me play a little bit of audio here from a news report. Okay. Kim Petras and Sam Smith had an epic night at the 2023 Grammys. Epic, huh? The duo hit the stage to deliver a majorly racy performance of their hit song, Unholy. Kim was seen on stage in a cage surrounded by dancers with whips. Sam rocked a bright red top hat with horns while belting out the song for the audience. And the crowd went wild for their performance. It looks like those Burning Man yeah. uh, orgies out in the desert that we were talking about last week. Sam, thank you. You're a true angel and hero in my life, and I love you. And everyone who made the song, too. I love you guys so much. Earlier in the night, the pair won Best Pop Duo Group Performance for their hit song, Unholy. And while accepting the award, Kim was so excited to make history as the first transgender woman to win in the category. Oh, it's two dudes. Sam and Kim's a shim. Wanted me oh. to accept this award because I'm the 
first uh, transgender woman to win this award. <laughs> well, look, standing ovation. Because he's telling him, stand up, right. weirdo. So he's a homosexual. Also Kim also thanked Madonna as well as her mother in her emotional speech. Um, Madonna for fighting for LGBTQ rights um, so much. I don't think I could be here without Madonna. Um, my mother, um, I grew up uh, next to a highway. Your mother sadly didn't tell you and the truth. My mother yeah. believed me that I was a girl and um, I wouldn't be here without Parents, her. Parents, tell your kids um, the truth. And her support. <laughs> and everyone who believed in me um, to this point, um, I love you so much, the Recording Academy. Thank you. This is a huge moment for me. Uh, so. So. Uh, all right. So let me just educate everybody here on who who these people are. Do I need to know? <laughs> well, let's start with Kim. Kim's a shim. Okay. Right. It's a guy. Kim's a dude. Got it. How old does it say? Um, born August 1992. Okay. All right. So Kim... Petrus, all right, German singer and songwriter based in Los Angeles, California. All right, Petrus was born in Cologne, Germany. Um, of course, this is from Wikipedia, so they have the pronouns right. Her mother is a choreographer. Okay, his mother is a choreographer and artist. Father is an architect. Older sister also a singer. Wait, is uh, the older sister actually I, a dude? I have no or? idea. It's hard to tell. Okay. You know, um, so um, at age 13, appeared on a German television current affairs show in which she, he discussed his medical gender transition at age 14, 13, Pet 13. Oh man. At age 14, Petrus appeared in a documentary and a talk show in a push to get permission for early gender confirmation surgery at age 16. Oh, no wonder they're peddling this person out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's sort of like the I am jazz. Yes. Yeah. You know, you, it's just like jazz. Listen, this kid, uh, what, you're 31 years old. This mm -hmm. this young adult who is now transitioned probably. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, regardless, when they're done with them, there will be no one there to support him in in his life. Right. They're going to use and abuse, and once you're done, the next new transgender who they can keep peddling this information mm -hmm. and make a star out of. Right. Because jazz, what is jazz is completely, like, gone off the deep end, depressed. I mean, just a mess. Oh, yeah, jazz. If you, if you So if you don't know who we're talking about, so there was a show... I don't know if it's still It was on. the book that they they still show, they still read it to kids in school. Yeah, it started as a book and it was or no, I don't think I don't know if it which came first, but there is a television series that was on I think TLC mm -hmm. called I Am Jazz. Yeah. And it's uh follows the family of a transgender kid. Tran yeah, started as a boy. Who transitioned to a girl. So and, he's had all these surgeries. Right. And then when his career started to flag Put on a bunch of weight, got real depressed. You know, mm -hmm. has had all kinds of issues, medical issues, with his body is trying to heal. The upkeep, the upkeep, right? So, um, so Kim is thirty-one. Is thirty-one? Okay. In an interview with BuzzFeed, Petra said that the first song he ever wrote was quote about this dude in second grade who didn't like me back. 
Okay. So Kim was a confused little boy, mm-hmm. homosexual. This is so it's it almost sounds like this is all revenge. <laughs> well, and isn't it fascinating that it happened in the school? Right. But we don't teach anything gender related at school, do we? Well, that's Germany though. Oh, well. You know, all the all the best stuff comes from Germany. Uh-huh. Uh Sam Smith who was the other guy singing on stage. Right, right. so Sam is um, a homosexual. Sam, is, well, he's non-binary. So, so this is... But he actually goes by a dude, right? He's actually a guy. Uh, well, no, his pronoun... No, this is what's funny. The pronouns in here. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, hold on. He got sued by Tom Petty. Oh, for what? For stealing a song. Okay. Um, 2015, it came to light that Tom, singer Tom Petty, noting similarities with between Stay With Me and his 1989 hit song, I Won't Back Down, had negotiated an out-of-court settlement with Smith. Um, Petty and co-composer Jeff Lynn were awarded 12.5% of the royalties from Stay With Me, and the names of Petty and Lynn joined names John Napier uh, in the ASCAP song credit. Yeah, so a little bit of... Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Vanilla ice going on there. Yeah. Um, or um, no, what's uh, what was the uh, the the duo the? Uh, oh man. Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Thank you. It's I I knew. Well, no, Millie Vanilli. That was different. Vanilla Ice was the one who got, he got sued by. Um, We're off on a tangent, guys. Sorry. Sued for stealing. Under pressure, the David Bowie. Oh, that, song. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Millie Vanilli. They were just lip syncing. Were lip syncing. Yeah, they didn't uh-huh. actually sing any of the music. <laughs> right. It was other people that sang. <laughs> and the one of them killed himself. Oh, over the controversy. Well, that's too bad. I mean, yeah. that's really sad. But then, but then again, what did we just say when we started it? Um, reality and non-reality. Right. Right. But then the one who's still around, he's actually a very good singer. Okay. I've heard him sing. Um, this is okay. Throughout 2016. Smith released footage of themselves in the studio working on new music. <laughs> what? Because he's non-binary, you can't say him. It's it's they, it's they them, right? So, um, okay, on August twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Does he have a button for that? Like you're such an idiot. Like you're ignorant. You guys are. Oh my gosh. Smith announced that they had collaborated with German singer Kim Petrus on a song titled They. You know, we're just bipolar here. We're we're split personality. We're oh my gosh. <laughs> um he had uh they multiple personalities, uh, they whatever. Did unholy with Petrus calling it the best song she's been part of. They see they got uh, they call the dude a she, and the other dude a they. Um, anyway, so that's that's who these people are. You have okay. to decipher all of this. Um, Everybody knows you never go full retail. <laughs> now, this is what's really interesting, is Kim Petras. <laughs> as soon as you if, you, if you search for Kim Petras and then add in Kim Petras as a boy. Right, you uh-huh. get this article. It's incredibly harmful to search for pictures of Kim Petrus pre-transition. <laughs> Who's it harmful to? Huh? 
That's that's my question. People, you know what? People are starved for the truth. So if you don't like people looking up your pictures from before when you were a dude, why are they out there? Keep it together. 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 <laughs> Kim Petras made history last night as the first transgender woman to win the best duo and group collaboration alongside Sam Smith for their single Unholy. I got an idea. Quit lying to yourself. Um. Okay, uh, but the okay they they're they're so brilliant. Uh, all these years are going through my head of people saying I'd be a niche artist because I'm transgender, and my music would only ever play in gay clubs. And what's wrong with that? Because I love gay clubs. Because you are gay, uh, Kim. Now, but now I got a Grammy for making gay club music with my friend. It's the best feeling in the world. You know. And who cares about the Grammy? It's like when the Library Association puts awards on books and saying they're bestsellers and then they put them into the schools for the kids. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about your Grammy. Nobody cares about your sticker. Uh, So according to Google data, Kim Petras as a boy was a breakout search term immediately after (laughs) after (laughs) its win. I'll say that. (laughs) Alongside phrases like, Kim Petras man and Kim Petras before, even Kim Petras as a child is trending, a not-so-subtle attempt for the transphobic public to seek out pictures of Petras pre-transition. Happy premise number three. Even though I feel like I might ignite, I probably won't. (laughs) What's telling about these searches is is what they say about people's attitude towards trans people. (sighs) Especially in moments that should be purely joyful. Mm-hmm. We know it's harmful to share images of, of it's harm. We know it's harmful to share images of trans people pre-transition. How do they know that? Because they say okay, and they're often used to delegitimize and demonize trans people, and usually shared with the intention to upset or traumatize someone. Um, no, usually people probably do that. I know. You know, even though I don't really care, but if you show somebody a picture of them being who they were born to be, the only person it's traumatizing is for your, you know, split personality character who wants to be the other gender. Yeah. We're just telling you the truth. Okay, so before we go to break, let me just breeze through the lyrics of the song. If you if you find your children listening to this song, okay, if they're listening, sometimes if they're just listening to um pandora something like this it'll come into the mix so here's what the lyrics are mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy he like it like it yeah ooh okay blah 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 verse one a lucky lucky girl she got married to a boy like you she'd kick you out if she ever ever knew about all the expletive you tell me that you do dirty dirty boy you know, everyone is talking on the scene. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been and how you don't know how to keep your business clean. Remember, this is gay. Kim told us this is gay, gay club music. So with that perspective, daddy's getting hot at the body shop, doing something unholy. He's sat back while she's dropping it. She be popping it. Yeah, she put it down slowly. Oh, he left his kids at home so he can get that 
Mummy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. Okay. Okay. And it goes on and on and on. <clears throat> that's Of course it's just garbage and makes no sense. That's and- what we're celebrating with a satanic ritual broadcast on live network television. <sighs> We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Fearless with Mark and Amber podcast. I want to welcome you into an opportunity for you to partner with us to continue our mission. We know there are many ways you can invest in kingdom work, and we would like to invite you to pray about how God is asking you to get involved. We are dealing with the heavy issues that have eternal consequences. And in order for us to get the word out, it basically takes two people in action, the senders and the goers. And we will happily be the goers when it comes to sharing about these issues through a biblical worldview. And we're inviting you to partake with us to see what God might do. And Lord willing, in the end, we'll stand together to see the fruits of the spiritual investment. Share your support at fearlessfeatures.org. Okay, we're back. So to finish off our pagan gods of this age, Mm -hmm. then I thought that we would go through a couple of the big... Uh, false pagan religions. All right, these aren't necessarily statue worshippers, but some of the, I don't know, false Christian faiths out yeah. there. And so let's start with just what it is that um, that separates Christianity from every other faith in the world. We have Jesus. Who is Jesus Christ? That's right. Who is Jesus Christ? Savior of the world. That Jesus is, uh, that Jesus is, uh, he is part of, he is the triune God. He said, I and the Father are one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is Lord. He is. He came, died, rose again. Right. He is not a created being. Okay. He is. He is not um, okay. We'll just uh, say, don't get that. into the hundred percent man, hundred percent God. Okay, so <laughs> it all a... it all comes down to who do they say Jesus is? All right, mm-hmm. Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh-huh. All right, um, I'm going to speed through some of these. So um, here's some of their publications to watch for: New uh, uh, Watchtower and Awake magazines okay who is god one person god called jehovah no trinity jesus is the first thing jehovah created that's what they say mm-hmm. who is jesus jesus is not god before he lived on earth he was michael the archangel what jehovah made the universe through him on earth he was a man who lived a perfect life after dying on a stake not a cross he was resurrected as a spirit. His body was destroyed. Jesus is not coming again. He returned invisibly in 1914 in spirit. Did you know that? In the middle of World War One? No. Uh, very soon, he and the angels will destroy all non-Jehovah's Witnesses. So, wait, let me, let me get Jehovah's. this straight, too. <laughs> and don't they have some sort of other doctrine that they adhere to? Like, don't they have their own book? Like, don't the Mormons, the Mormons have, like, the Mor- their own, the Book of Mormons. Isn't they, there a Book of Jehovah? Oh, they all have. Yeah, they all have their own. Um, yeah, it's not. Well, yeah. Um, key writings. Uh, all current Watchtower publications, including the Bible, New World Translation only. New World Translation. Uh-huh. 
Reasoning from the Scriptures, What Does the Bible Really Teach? Watchtower and Awake Magazines. Okay. Mormonism, uh-huh. also known as LDS, or Latter-day Saints. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, key writings, the Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, Pearl of Great Price, plus the Bible, King James Version only, or Smith's Inspired Version. You know, it just made me think of, um, I know in Revelations, do not add to or take away anything mm-hmm. in this book. And every time I hear about people who make their own make their own books, mm-hmm. I mean, you literally, there's there's God's word and there's man's word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which are you following? <laughs> right. All right. So about God, God the Father was once a man. God the Father was once a man but progressed to godhood. He has a physical body, as does his wife, heavenly mother. No trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are three separate gods. Worthy members may one day become exalted to godhood themselves. Okay? Uh Remember, there are some very famous people in the world who are Mormons. We talked about one of them, Glenn Beck? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody on his show, basically, they're all a bunch of Mormons. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what they believe. Uh, Jesus is a separate God from the Father. He was created as a spirit child by the Father and Mother in Heaven and is the elder brother of all men and spirit beings, including Lucifer. What? Now, I have actually heard, this is a long time ago, but I have actually heard Glenn Beck on his show proclaim that Jesus and Satan are brothers. I have I, I remember listening and hearing him say that. That was the first time that I really went, what? Um, his body was created through sexual union between Elohim and Mary. Jesus was married. His death on the cross does not provide does not provide full atonement for all sin, but does provide everyone with resurrection. I'm not sure how that works. But that's Mormonism. And there's, there's a ton more about this. Incidentally, I'm reading from a book called um, The Rose Book of Bible Charts, Maps, and Timelines. Okay, it's, I don't think it's, there's an online version, but you can buy it. It's a nice, thick book. We'll leave a link to it. Right, Good for any, study use. Any other questions on Mormonism? No. How about Seventh-day Adventists? Never run into any of these. Oh, um, a lady at the grocery store just handed me a uh, a, hand, a little piece of paper that's got John 3.16 on it. Well. Talked to her in the grocery store said, hello, sister. Pretty suspicious. <laughs> Seventh-day Adventist. God is comprised of a unity of three co-eternal persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who are one in motive and purpose but not substance. God the Father is generally understood to possess a physical body. Both Trinitarianism and anti-Trinitarianism are believed in the church. Wait, read that again. God's supposed to have a body? A physical body. Man, he would yes. be the oldest living person. That's what the Mormons think, too. Mm. Yeah. Um, Ellen White. Who is Ellen White? I have no idea. Oh, she's one of the founders. Her, her and James, her husband, founded Seventh-day Adventism. Uh, she says, God the Father exalted Jesus to be a son, thus provoking Lucifer's jealousy and a war in heaven. Jesus is our example to prove we can live sinlessly. Did you know that? That we can live... <laughs> uh, 
Again. See, and wait, wait, wait. And this woman, uh, I said, I just got a, did a quick Google search. Go ahead. Born November 26, 1827 mm-hmm. in Maine, here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Died July 16, 1915 mm-hmm. in California. And it just, honestly, so cultish. Yeah, you know, these people, are cults. I mean, you, there are two people who, if you're listening, <laughs> just made me stop and think, we are not a cult. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sharing the facts with you. I am just. Do, do I, not follow me. Follow the Lord Jesus I, Christ. I, I am reading. I am reading so that you understand what these false doctrines are. Oh, it's so freaky. Um, also for Jesus, his sacrifice on the cross did not complete the atonement. Since 1844, he has been applying his blood in heaven in an ongoing investigative judgment. After which he will return. Why was it in 1844? Because, <laughs> well, she was around. Well, she was born in she 1827. Was, well, so she was in her 20s. Or, yeah. So it was when she was, a, a, yeah, in her 20s that she, she had the special knowledge mm-hmm. of what was going on there. So, okay, that's Seventh day Adventist. Um, I'm skipping over here. Christian science. Um, this was founded in 1875 in Massachusetts. Um, according to them, God is an impersonal principle of life, truth, love, intelligence, and spirit. God is all that truly exists. Matter is an illusion. (laughs) Hello, Matrix. Um, Jesus was not the Christ, but a man who displayed the Christ idea. Wait, and who is this? Is this still the seventh day? No, this is Christian science. Oh, okay, okay. All right. He did not suffer and could not suffer for sins. He did not die on the cross. He was not resurrected physically. He will not literally come back. Wait, is that what that um? Is that what the uh, Tom Cruise was in? No, no, no. I, oh, let me skip over to that. That's Scientology. Scientology. This yeah, is yeah. What ton, there's a ton of people in Hollywood that are into Scientology. Uh-huh. In fact, and then we'll wrap it up with Scientology. Yeah. So, in when we went, uh, I spent a lot of time in Hollywood. And you cannot go to Hollywood without seeing the the, the Church of Scientology. Uh, it's enormous. There was a whole documentary made about it. Yeah, yeah. The Church of Scientology is is huge, and uh, and it's beautiful. Uh, so Scientology and tons of people in Hollywood are into this. Um, so this is founded by L. Ron Hubbard in 1954 in California. Uh, 1954. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Oh, my their gosh. big their big book is called Dianetics. All right, I remember as a kid seeing nonstop commercials for Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. But can't you just see the continual attack on scripture? Yeah. I mean, 1954. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. How long had the Bible been around? Uh, yeah, a while. Uh, does Over not thousand years. Yeah, does not define God or supreme being. Rejects biblical description of God. <laughs> Everyone is a Thetan. Thetan. What's that? An immortal spirit with unlimited powers over its own universe, but not all are aware of this. Okay? Alrighty. You understanding this? Happy premise number one. There are no aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus is rarely mentioned in Scientology. Jesus was not the creator, nor was he an operating Thetan in control of supernatural powers cleared from mental defects. 
And Jesus did not die, did not die for sins. You know, how sad, because you really get into the, it's got to be really a legalistic kind of um, environment, culture. Yeah. Because if you don't have Christ, Christ sets you free. It's, I mean, these people are looking for some sort of liberation, and they're not getting it. Right. Happy premise number two. There is no giant foot trying to squash me. <laughs> anyway, so that's... That's the end of this. I, there's a ton of these other. We could we could go on and on talking about these, but oh, but we don't want to bore you with anything else. So. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to another episode of Fearless with Mark and Amber. We will talk to you again next week. Go and shine your beautiful light for Christ all over this world. I am dangerous. Mm-hmm. You're everyone's problem. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>